0: We eat fruit that is hard on the outside and softer on the inside, symbolizing the protection that the earth provides for each of us. And it also reminds us to nourish the strength and the healing powers of our own bodies.
1: I'm Lisa Morehouse, and this is California Foodways. I'm traveling to every county in the state, finding stories about food, agriculture, and the people that make both possible. In February of 2020, I went to Tuolumne County to spend time with the Mother Lode Jewish community as they held a Tu B'Shvat celebration, gathering around food to honor trees and the harvest. No one knew that just weeks later, the COVID pandemic would stop many in-person gatherings like these, And create some tensions so many communities are still navigating. Listen to this recording I made almost two years ago. Doesn't it sound so innocent? 25 people meeting at a house in the town of Sonora, no masks, no tests. People hugging without hesitation. Uh,
0: there's more room for people to sit. Please come on in and be part of the community.
1: It takes a few nudges from Rabbi Andra Greenwald to get them to stop catching up and settle in. There's
0: places over there. Good morning and, and welcome to our Tubishvat celebration. Thank you for being here to celebrate this exciting birthday, the birthday of trees. It's like a Jewish arbor day we pay homage to trees to ensure that there will be forests for our children and for our grandchildren and i finally have a grandson so the trees will be there for him but i'm not proud of it <laughs>
1: The closest synagogues are in Stockton and Modesto, over an hour away. So more than 30 years ago, a few families nearby organized the Motherlode Jewish Community. Now, membership includes more than 100 people from four counties. Rabbi Andra comes from Modesto for some holidays and services.
0: And it's been said that the act of planting a tree is in and of itself an act of faith. We never really know, do we, whether we'll have sun or rain.
1: We just have faith. Rabbi Andre explains that they'll celebrate by holding a type of service, a Seder, that includes eating fruits and nuts indigenous to the Holy Land.
0: In Deuteronomy, we read, for Adonai your God is bringing you into a good land.
1: And everyone prepares plates with nuts and crackers, olives and pomegranate seeds, and and seeds, and and glasses with wine or grape juice. A
0: land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates. A land of olive trees and honey, a land wherein you shall eat without scarceness, you shall not lack anything in it.
2: Okay, we're starting with white.
0: I'm liking to the shot.
1: One of the people pouring drinks is Jo Lynn Miller. She moved to the county nearly 10 years ago and went to the annual meeting, a pool party. Pretty soon afterwards.
3: And they just, just adopted me into their group, into their family very quickly.
1: She started attending monthly gatherings. Jolyn grew up in Southern California, Jewish by family tradition. Jewish, she says. But here she's become more connected to Judaism. Today's a good example. Before the motherlow Jewish community, she'd never celebrated Tu B'Shvat.
3: It's not a holiday that secular Jews, at least. That I knew celebrated
1: because Jolyn works in agriculture with
3: kids and 4-H. It really, for me, connects just the the cyclical nature of life, um, along with the Jewish calendar, along with the agricultural world. It, it has turned out to be one of my new kind of favorite holidays. <laughs>
0: First fruits, we're going to taste either walnuts, almonds, or both. We eat fruit that is hard on the outside and softer on the inside, symbolizing the protection that the earth provides for each of us, and it also reminds us to nourish the strength and the healing powers of our own bodies. And
2: afterwards, the members of the Motherlow Jewish community do what they always do, have a potluck. People do obsess a little bit about food. Do you have enough? Is there enough? Is it going to be enough food? That's got lore. She says there's always way too much.
1: But that tracks when she's on the phone with her mom in Israel. She's like,
2: I can tell you're not eating really well. Like, on the phone. It's crazy. On a serious note, Gott says she thinks this concern is tied to survival. You know, our people have been through uh, a lot of persecution, hunger, that kind of thing from many generations ago, but it carries down, so.
1: Got moved to Sonora from the Bay Area, where there's a much larger Jewish community. But Jews have been here since the gold rush. Slide in from here. I'm at the gate of a 170-year-old cemetery on a quiet block next to the sheriff's station. I'm Pat Perry, the historian for the city of Sonora.
2: We're down here a little ways.
1: Pat's showing me around the Pioneer Jewish Cemetery. There's a five-foot-tall rock wall and towering cypress trees and gravestones honoring the Mach family and the bears. Pat says the first Jewish people arrived here in 1849.
2: Most of them at that time were single men.
1: Fleeing persecution and restrictions in Germany, France, Poland, and later Russia.
2: A lot of them came like to new york first hearing of the gold rush of course they came to california
1: most came to be merchants rather than miners a community of over 100 people developed in tuolumne county for jolyn miller this cemetery provides a link between the jewish communities of the gold rush and today
3: on occasion i've um, gone by myself and just sat in the jewish cemetery and just kind of soaked it up or read the headstones and it's like a very much connecting to the place and to to my heritage just sitting there it's where she went after her dad died there's a connection that i can't explain you guys have
2: for planting a tree
3: back at the to be gathering everyone bundles up to go outside
1: in the cold to plant a cherry tree
2: you want help you no thank you, you.
0: From,
1: i don't remember all the words One woman remembers a song about the holiday.
0: For every fruit and every tree, Tu Bishvat is here, the Jewish Arbor Day.
1: And that inspires others to
2: sing.
1: And in this moment, I'm seeing what
2: makes this group in the foothills special. Here's Scott, the woman who moved here from the Bay Area. And I really like the diversity and the freedom. They're younger people and older folks.
1: Political conservatives, liberals.
2: Also there are people that are very observant and people that are not at all. Submarine Jews who surface at Passover and the Jewish New Year. There's a lot of interfaith couples. It feels like we cherish our time together, even though we're all very different. But it feels like they're kind of my gang, my people.
1: That was almost two years ago. So I decided to go back and check in on the Motherlode Jewish community. I find that like with so many families and groups across California and the country, the COVID pandemic has tested their connection. I meet Jilline Miller at her home where I'm greeted by chickens.
3: We have goats down there. We have a horse and a donkey.
1: Oh, sorry. Hi, baby. And a Chihuahua named Carmen. The last time we saw each other at the Tubi Shvat Seder was the group's last in-person gathering.
3: We had no clue what was going to happen just a month later, huh? I, um, I'm sad. I think I'm going to cry.
1: They've been on Zoom ever since, despite the poor internet connectivity in some of this area and the steep learning curve for some of the older members. Zoom gatherings actually had a surprising benefit for Jolynn, who fell in love early in the pandemic.
3: My boyfriend is religious and he's Christian.
1: Getting to know each other meant getting to know those differences.
3: In a time when I never would have driven an hour to go to synagogue in Stockton or Modesto, we, for months and months, every Friday would do Shabbat services virtually. And then on Sunday, we would do church services. For somebody who has been Jewish all my life... This was the most regular I'd ever been in services. But comparing Zoom with in-person gatherings? <sighs> we try. It's not the same. We try to add a few, like, 15 minutes before the quote-unquote program starts for schmoozing. They added a book club. And for Hanukkah? We tried to play some games. We tried to do, you know, a, a scavenger hunt.
1: Other religious and civic groups have met in person at different stages of the pandemic. The Motherlode Jewish community has stayed on Zoom. They have a lot of older members and people who are immunocompromised. Some members rush to get vaccines and boosters, and a number have chosen not to be vaccinated. And that's really common for this area. About 50% of Tuolumne County residents are fully vaccinated, compared with over 70% of Californians. So, with members not all agreeing on COVID, will the group be able to retain its family like
3: feel? Jolyn Miller. I'm scared for the unknown because it is a family. How do we move forward trying to be respectful of everybody, knowing that the way that this has all turned out is so polarizing? <laughs>
2: Yes, you are here. You made it. I made it. The chickens. Hey, chicks. It's
1: okay, chicks. When I get to Gott's house, she feeds her chickens. She's been showing up to Zoom functions and says she's learned something from remote holidays, like for Passover.
2: In the past, I'd be like, well, I'll buy a box of matzahs and I'm good. This time I kind of had to be responsible. I made my own chicken soup. So that was really cool. I had to kind of grow up and not expect the community to feed me and do all this stuff.
1: But for a while now, she's wanted the Motherlowe Jewish community to start meeting in person and not just stay on Zoom.
2: I think people have just, I think it's fear, I'll be honest with you. People are concerned. They feel very vulnerable. And I get that. I totally get that. I'm not trying to minimize that. Some of us have been frustrated, like, okay, it's time. Let's do it. She's on the board, but was outvoted about in-person meetings. So some of us have met, but it hasn't been official. So that part, it's a little tricky. I don't like to being divided. We're already divided by different things, but and we still love each other. But the pandemic
1: stirred up emotions, including hers.
2: At the beginning, I was very confrontational and angry about certain things and blaming and judgmental. And then I really got that none of us, I think, are purposely trying to hurt someone else. We're not going to agree on all that. But I hope that we can forgive each other, right? Maybe it would do us all good to think about something Rabbi Andra
1: said at the Tubi Shvat gathering nearly two years ago.
0: We are, each of us, rooted as are the trees. But the question we might want to keep in the back or the forefront of our minds is, how far is each of us willing to stretch our own limbs so that we can be the very best that we can be? It's something that we'll think about as we celebrate, eat, and plant.
1: That's it for this episode of California Foodways. The story was reported and produced by me, Lisa Morehouse. It originally aired on the California Report magazine on KQED. Our theme music is by Takanobu. We're funded in part by California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. You can learn more at calhum.org. To hear more stories, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media and visit our website, californiafoodways.com.